Why do we wrap presents at Christmas? Why not just buy the present, put a name on it, stick it under the tree and say, you can't touch it until Christmas? Why do we add wrapping paper and hide the gift until the day that we can open it? It's because the mystery of what's inside is part of the gift. And that the way in which the gift is wrapped is also part of the gift. It tells us something about the gift and about the giver. I can think back to one time my brother was getting a gift card for Christmas because he wanted to buy something and my parents didn't want to pick it out for him, so they got him a gift card so he could go and pick out whatever it was. Well, for a 14-year-old boy to find an envelope with a gift card under the Christmas tree isn't that exciting. So mom wrapped the gift card in a box, in another box, in another box, in another box. And by doing that, a greater understanding and appreciation for the gift card itself grew from that experience of breaking into it. Or I remember another year where my sister had wanted a ring and she was gonna get the ring, but just like a gift card, a ring, jewelry is usually one of those things once it's wrapped, ah, I know what I'm getting, jewelry. So what did mom do? She wrapped a note inside a box. So when my sister opened it, it said, your gift is in the tree. And she had hidden the ring box in the tree. And so she had to go searching for her gift. Or I remember another time, somebody was getting a simple CD, but from a group that they really appreciated. And so to express that special gift of knowing what this person liked, the gift was wrapped with extra special care special wrapping paper that didn't match any other of the wrapping paper under the tree, extra ribbon, and an individually made bow said something about the one who was giving that gift. The wrapping of the gift says something. It communicates something. And the birth of our Lord in itself communicates something. That before God ever spoke a word, the word made flesh spoke volumes. God communicates to us simply through the birth of his son. God speaks to us through that act of the word becoming flesh, of love becoming flesh. Do we understand God speak? Just think of if you're talking to a dog or if you're talking to a, an infant child. You change the way that you speak naturally because you know that you can't just talk to them like you would talk to an adult. They wouldn't understand. A dog doesn't speak English. A child doesn't have that vocabulary. And so your facial expressions, the tone of your voice, all feeds into how you are communicating with them. But we don't say that you're disrespecting or ignoring them because you can't speak dog or you can't speak baby, you're speaking to them in the way that they can understand. You can't go to a crying infant and say, supper's coming in an hour, just be calm. It's coming, don't worry, you can stop crying. They can't understand that. They're not ready for it. The way that things are communicated is important. In the birth of our Lord, just when we, if you just reflect and meditate on the birth of Jesus, what does God speak to us 
about himself and about what he desires for us just by the birth of Jesus. When you look at the way that Jesus came into the world, it first a reminder, God is present in difficulty. He's present in chaos. Looking at the life of the Holy Family, going to Bethlehem, Mary nine months pregnant, not finding any room in the inn, being in a stable, being laid in a manger. God is present in chaos, in difficulty in life. God reverses expectations. When they went looking for a king, they didn't go to the stable, they went to the palace. The palace was the place where you found the king. And God says, not my kingdom, not my kingship. God reverses what our natural expectations might be. God speaks to the lowly and he speaks through the lowly. Mary was just a simple woman. Husband, Joseph, just a simple carpenter. Nobody acknowledged or known. Jesus coming, born of this family, and then speaking to shepherds first. This was the first group of people that God decided needed to hear the message of a Savior born. Shepherds, outcasts, people that lived outside the edges of society. God speaks to the lowly and through the lowly. God also brings what seems to be opposite together, shepherds and kings. People native to the land and foreigners are both brought around the manger in Bethlehem. And finally, what we don't normally see when we look at the nativity scene, God gives peace despite what's going on around. By the simple birth of Jesus, God is communicating to us, and that's only the beginning. So are we listening to how God is trying to communicate, how God is trying to speak to us? Because we often hear in our lives, we express kind of gratitude that we are blessed by God when things are going great. Blessed by being surrounded by our family, by having enough money to do what we would like in our life, whatever the list might be. Oh, so many blessings from God. What is God speaking to us in a moment of miscarriage? What is God trying to say to us when we unexpectedly lose someone that we love? What is God communicating to us when we feel like we're constantly being overlooked, whether it's within our own family or at work? What is God communicating to us when we have a child that just seems to fail to live up to their potential, to our expectations, to our hopes for them? What is God trying to communicate to us when we or someone that we love is suffering from mental illness? What is God speaking to us in that? Because God is present in difficulty. God brings peace despite the circumstances. God reverses expectations. God speaks. God communicates through the language of love, which can sometimes feel like he's being elusive, like he doesn't want to be heard. Because, oh, those saints heard God speak to them in their prayer. I've never heard God that way. Time of Jesus, well, they sent angels to Mary and Joseph. If God just sent me an angel, then I would be ready to do whatever he asked. 
the language of love is elusive. Just think of yourself. How do you speak love to yourself? And how hard it is for us to be as merciful with ourselves as our Heavenly Father is merciful with us. How often do you hear about self-care and about self-love today? Because so many of us can't even speak love to ourselves, let alone just going one step removed from that, to your spouse. How do you communicate love to your spouse, to your family, to your friends, let alone to strangers? Communicating love isn't straightforward. But God disguises himself. He's a wrapped gift. Because in communicating himself that way, he communicates his love, which is far beyond what any of us can grapple with, in a manner that is tangible for us. Something that we can grasp. He gives us a little bit, which seems disguised and incomplete, but it's what we can handle. It's what we're capable of receiving. Why do we wrap gifts? Why does God seem to be elusive and not speak clearly? Well, just like the gift card that's buried in a number of different boxes, the incarnation of our Lord helps us to come to a deeper understanding of what actually divine love is, not human love. That the incarnation, just like the ring that was hidden in the tree, but was only given a message to point to where the gift could be found, the incarnation points us towards searching for the truth and for God. Because in the search, we find a more profound answer than if it's just handed to us. In the incarnation, God communicates to us just like the CD that was beautifully wrapped, it tells us about God. It tells us about the giver, about where the Son came from, and about what the Father desires for us and with us. The mystery of the gift is part of the gift, and the wrapped-up gift tells us something about the giver, and it tells us something about the gift that's found inside. So, do you think there's anything inside? Here's my cheap little gift for you. This is a year where we've been reminded anything good in our life can be taken away. It can go away rather quickly, out of our control. My invitation, my challenge to you as most of our Christmas celebrations are rather subdued compared to normal. Maybe you have a little bit more time to just gaze at your nativity scene at home. Just reflect, even for a couple of minutes, tonight, tomorrow morning, what is the Lord speaking to you by the birth of his son? What is God trying to communicate to you? Because this is the only gift that the world can't take away.